not skilled to understand what God has willed, what God has planned. I only know at His right hand stands one who is my Savior. I take Him at His word indeed. Christ died to save me. This I read, and in my heart I find a need of Him to be my Savior. That He would leave His place on high. Come for sinful men to die. You count it strange, so once did I. Before I knew my Savior, my Savior loves, my Savior lives, my Savior is always there for me. My God, He was, my God, He is, my God, He is always gonna be. My Savior loves, my Savior lives, my Savior is always there for me. My God, He was, my God, He is, my God is always gonna be. Yes, living, dying, let me bring my strength, my solace from this spring. That He who lives to be. Once died to be my savior. That he would leave his place on high and come for sinful men to die. You count as strange, so once did I. Before I knew my savior, my savior. Savior lives, my Savior.
but God is playing. His right hand stands one who is my Savior. September 14th. Looking into the New Testament now, our reading will be from the book of Galatians, chapter 1, verse 1, as we begin reading this book, and uh, we'll go through verse 24. Now to Paul, we'll see, the gospel was much more than a message he preached. It was a miracle he had experienced himself. The gospel is the power of God to salvation, and it brings freedom. You see, Christ died that he might deliver us. When Paul trusted Christ, he became a free man. The shackles of sin and legalistic religion were broken. But the gospel was also a treasure that Paul guarded. Paul did not invent the gospel or learn it from others. God gave it to him. There is no other gospel. To add to this message, take from it, or substitute another message is to destroy it. No wonder Paul attacked those who attacked the gospel. Because when you lose the gospel, my friend, you lose everything. The gospel is a tie that binds God's people together. Saul, the enemy, became Paul, the brother, and he was able to fellowship with people he once had persecuted. Only the Spirit of God can do that. Christians may disagree on minor matters of interpretation and organization, but they agree on the message of the gospel. It was Paul Rees who wrote, The gospel is neither a discussion nor a debate. It is an announcement. And now let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. September 14th, Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 24. This letter is from Paul, an apostle. I was not appointed by any group or by human authority. My call is from Jesus Christ himself and from God the Father, who raised Jesus from the dead. All the brothers and sisters here join me in sending greetings to the churches of Galatia. May grace and peace be yours, from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for our sins, just as God our Father planned, in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. That is why all glory belongs to God through all the ages of eternity. Amen. I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who in His love and mercy called you to share the eternal life He gives through Christ. You are already following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who twist and change the truth concerning Christ. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including myself, who preaches any other message than the one we told you about. Even if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be forever cursed. I will say it again. If anyone preaches any other gospel than the one you welcomed, let God's curse fall upon that person. Obviously, I'm not trying to be a people-pleaser. No, 
I am trying to please God. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be Christ's servant. Dear brothers and sisters, I solemnly assure you that the good news of salvation which I preach is not based on mere human reasoning or logic, for my message came from a direct revelation from Jesus Christ Himself. No one else taught me. You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion, how I violently persecuted the Christians. I did my best to get rid of them. I was one of the most religious Jews of my own age, and I tried as hard as possible to follow all the old traditions of my religion. But then something happened, for it pleased God in His kindness to choose me and call me, even before I was born. What undeserved mercy! Then He revealed His Son to me, so that I could proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. When all this happened to me, I did not rush out to consult with anyone else. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was. No, I went away into Arabia, and later returned to the city of Damascus. It was not until three years later that I finally went to Jerusalem for a visit with Peter, and stayed there with him for fifteen days. And the only other apostle I met at that time was James, our Lord's brother. You must believe what I am saying, for I declare before God that I am not lying. Then after this visit, I went north into the provinces of Syria and Cilicia. And still the Christians in the churches in Judea didn't know me personally. All they knew was that people were saying, The one who used to persecute us now preaches the very faith he tried to destroy. And they gave glory to God because of me. I get where I'm going On the far side of the sky The first thing that I'm gonna do Is spread my wings and fly I'm gonna land beside a lion And run my fingers through his mane Or I might find out what it's like To ride a drop of rain yeah, when I get where I'm going There'll be only happy tears I will shed the sins and struggles I have carried all these years And I'll leave my heart wide open I will love and have no fear Yeah, when I Cry for me down here I'm gonna walk with my granddaddy And he'll match me step for step And I'll tell him how I've missed him Every minute since he left And then I'll hug his neck Yeah, when I get where I'm going I will shed the sins and struggles I have carried all these 
I see my maker's face I'll stand forever in the light of his amazing grace yeah when I get where I'm Psalm 58, verses 1 through 11. In words that may seem downright unchristian to us, David denounced the unjust rulers of his day, people who prompted evil by condemning the righteous and defending the wicked. In a prayer that would probably not be amened in churches today, he asked God to judge sinners and establish righteousness on the earth. Well, David used many images as he prayed for their judgment. He says, make them toothless lions. Let them disappear like water on the sand or like the slime of a snail. Uh, make them broken arrows. Let them be like stillborn children. Let them burn up like fuel under a pot. Let them be taken away in a whirlwind. A very picturesque language. Because he was God's chosen king, David's enemies were God's enemies. No doubt his personal feelings were involved a little bit in these prayers. But this great concern was the righteousness of God and the good of God's people. David had the authority to denounce national enemies. We have the privilege of forgiving personal enemies. But you cannot forgive enemies until you realize how wicked their words and deeds are. A holy anger against sin and a forgiving spirit towards sinners. That's the mark of a true child of God. The person who has no concern to oppose wickedness in this world really does not know the sinfulness of sin or the holiness of God. The believer needs some backbone. Psalm 58, verses 1 through 11. For the choir director, a psalm of David. To be sung to the tune, Do Not Destroy. Justice, do you rulers know the meaning of the word? Do you judge the people fairly? No, all your dealings are crooked. You hand out violence instead of justice. These wicked people are born sinners. Even from birth they have lied and gone their own way. They spit poison like deadly snakes. They are like cobras that refuse to listen, ignoring the tunes of the snake charmers, no matter how skillfully they play. Break off their fangs, O God! Smash the jaws of these lions, O Lord. May they disappear like water into thirsty ground. Make their weapons useless in their hands. May they be like snails that dissolve into slime, like a stillborn child who will never see the sun. God will sweep them away, both young and old, faster than a pot heats on an open flame. 
The godly will rejoice when they see injustice avenged. They will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then at last everyone will say, There truly is a reward for those who live for God. Surely there is a God who judges justly here on earth. Proverbs 23, verse 12. Commit yourself to instruction. Attune your ears to hear words of knowledge.
little crazy I don't remember Woke up, spun with the pasties My friends say I was tweaked out Passed out on a dirty couch Still in the house It kinda scares me, I don't know Am I out of control? Always waking up, still in my clothes I wrote a note that said goodbye to pain Goodbye to shame But couldn't find a way, I just cry for days I'm so depressed, soaking wet I can't rest These thoughts just beat me to death I'm unkept I thought of a song my mom used to sing in church But it's been so long, I can't remember the Every words Every time you Remember the words I promise not to quit And I remember the Every words. time you run 